Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I am Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Today is April 8th, 2020, right in the middle of a great big pandemic. If you can believe it, if you're listening to this years later, let me tell you it's been something to go through. Well, today we're going to explore a topic that might help us deal with something very much on a lot of people's minds during these global challenges. It's money, 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 money. Wasn't there a song? Money, 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 money or something. <laughs> yeah. Especially in the sense of, do we have enough of it to pay our bills? Is more money coming in from somewhere so we'd be able to keep a roof over our heads? How are we going to make money if we lost our jobs or our employers can't pay us? Many people might need money miracles right now. That's the name of this show, Money Miracles. And boy, is it ever a present topic for us today. So what would a money miracle look like? Do you pray for money and suddenly a check appears in your mailbox? Well, that could happen for sure. Of course, these days, most of our monetary transactions in the world are done online, aren't they? Would that mean that if we find ourselves in a financial crunch, we're to pray for a money miracle and we'll find some extra cash in our online bank account? Well, that too could be possible, but it's also possible it's not your money that got put in there, right? (laughs) But after all, a miracle is defined as a surprising and welcome event that is not explicable by natural or scientific laws and is therefore considered to be the work of a divine agency. But having a miracle isn't quite like putting a couple of dollar bills in the vending machine and getting a small bag of Doritos, is it? Especially if you're needing a money miracle, you might not have the couple bucks to insert into that vending machine. (laughs) Then what do you do? Kick the vending machine and hope that the snack falls out? Funny Funny thing, we've seen some people look to God or pray for a miracle like some kind of vending machine. And when the vending machine doesn't serve up what they want, they have a temper tantrum that God doesn't love them or something. Well, that's not how we can have a money miracle or any kind of miracle for that matter. First of all, miracles originate within spirit. And spirit is within each of us, not some separate being out there somewhere high up. If you're looking to someone or something outside of yourself, separate from your own beingness, you're not going to be able to have a miracle. Many people assume that everything in life is either or, either or. Either they can do something by themselves or they can't and need someone else's help. Yet 
spirit is never either or because spirit is integral to everyone and everything. It's always inclusive. It's never about whether you can do something by yourself alone or you can't and you need someone else's help. You are never separate, isolated unto yourself as a body to be able to or not be able to do anything. Even when you believe that you did something all by your own two hands alone, spirit is there giving you the creativity and power to do what you did. In truth, you are spirit always. You are spirit that has a body. You are spirit before you incarnate in a body as well as after you leave the body. You may not always be in a body incarnation, but you are always spirit. Michael and I usually stay in the theater after the movie ends to watch the credit rolls. We like doing that because it reminds us that it took hundreds, if not a couple of thousand talented and capable people to make the movie. Hollywood media and marketing agencies like to present movies like they were made by the one or two leading celebrity actors. And in a way, they have more of the minor part in making that movie. Even though the superstars may play a big part in how the movie turns out, without those upwards of a couple of thousand peoples involved in all the aspects of the highly complex work to produce a big-budget movie, the movie would never have made it to the theaters or even be able to showcase the actors without all the supporting staff. We need to remember that about miracles. We are one spirit within each one of us and we need at least some of us to bring about a miracle. Now back to the subject of having a miracle when you are in financial straits. It could be a one-time situation due to circumstances seemingly out of your control that you don't have enough money in your bank account to pay your next month's rent or some bills. Or it could be that the economy tanked and you lost all the money you had in investments that you were depending on to pay all of your bills for the foreseeable future or even your retirement like we saw in 2007. Or you were in a serious accident or had a major illness and most of your money went to paying off medical bills and you haven't been able to work to earn an income and don't know how you would be able to pay your regular bills. Especially in this day and age, there are so many ways in which we might find ourselves suddenly or chronically strapped for cash. What are we to do? Um, file for bankruptcy? (laughs) Well, that might work for a business or to temporarily set back some, you know, creditors and back them off. But even if you qualify, you still need money to live on day to day, won't you? Even if you know of a few ways that you might be able to get a hold of some cash quickly, you still might need a miracle. To me, Miracles aren't just for a temporary fix to tide us over until things get better for us. Miracles are more for us to be able to take a big step up in our lives and how we live our lives. Miracles are definitely not some tide-me-over snacks that fall out of the vending machine, like (laughs) Raphael is talking about. (laughs) Miracles are life changers. 
when we are facing a miracle, when we're facing a wake-up call in our lives, that's when we usually need a miracle, right? Well, first, what's a miracle? What's a, what's a wake-up call? A wake-up call happens in your life when there's something you've needed to become more aware of or tend to that which you've been deliberately or unconsciously avoiding. You start to get little nudges, usually at first from spirit. But if you keep ignoring them, they tend to get louder and more boisterous. If you keep ignoring those, well, they become unavoidable. By the time they become unavoidable, you often need a miracle or two. Of course, what's the purpose of wake-up calls anyway? To remind you of spirit. To remind you that you need to turn your awareness inward to your inner spirit and to the true source of your life. A wake-up call is telling you that you're going in the wrong direction in your life somehow, away from your true self, and that you need to reacquaint yourself with your spirit self. So asking for a miracle isn't a cop-out. In truth, we need to ask for a miracle right from the get-go, before we're in any kind of trouble. Mm. Yeah. Then we might not get into those kinds of trouble in the first place as much. The less we fall asleep at the spiritual wheel of life, the less we need a loud and unpleasant wake-up call to jolt us awake. In our current society, money is pretty much essential for our daily living. Yet, whenever you experience a financial challenge, you have to ask yourself what the underlying difficulty you are having that brought about such a money problem. You may discover that money is energy, just like everything else. And what differentiates one form of energy, like money, and another form of energy, like a chair, (laughs) is the purpose that particular form serves. What purpose does the energy form of money serve in our lives in this world? Money, like transportation, offers us more mobility. If you don't own a car, you can still get around. But with a car, in most cases, you'll have a greater degree and ease of getting from one place to another. The same goes for money, but even more. For example, mobility isn't just about getting from point A to point B physically and geographically. You can get from where you are in your, say, difficult relationship with someone to a much healthier place in that relationship. If, perhaps, you could have each of you have the money to take a relationship course, for instance. Or if you hired a business consultant, you might be able to get your business from point A to point B much more effectively. You could go from a stressed out mental and emotional state to a more relaxed state if you can pay for a vacation. 
There are countless number of ways that could help you move from some kind of point A in your life to a different point B in your life. And in this society, many of them may cost some money for you to get them. So money is a tool for mobility in your life. In my observations over the years of many people, when they were struggling with money issues, I always noted that they were really having issues in their mobility. They were not looking at some kind of big change that they needed to make in their lives at the time, and it was impacting them in their finances. But usually, it wasn't only in their finances that they were being negatively affected. But oftentimes, when you're in a money crunch, you know, that seems to be the most looming problem in your life. So everything, all your attention goes there. But I don't know how many times I heard the person having money troubles complaining that they also had car troubles as they were at their all-time low with their finances. You know, just when they couldn't afford to fix a car or buy a new one, they had car troubles. Or that they were also feeling stuck in one of their important relationships. Or just when they couldn't pay the rent, they ended up getting a knee problem and had to have medical you know, help and had a hard time walking. Hmm. Almost always, there are multiple signs that their financial woes were part of a bigger problem in their overall mobility in life. And a big obstacle to mobility is being afraid of making a big change. Making a change in your life is a mobility issue. So if you have financial woes, you got to take a look at the bigger picture, the deeper picture, which has to do with, oh, what kind of change are you not making that you need to make in your life or in yourself? Miracles that might help bring the needed money into your bank account doesn't usually just do that, bring money into your bank account. Miracles from Spirit address your bigger issue of mobility challenges. One of the specific recurring money miracles I've witnessed in other people's lives came countless number of times when I directed a clairvoyant training program for 20 years. At the time, the applicant and potential student had to come up with $2,000 or $4,000 depending on the one or two year course to begin intensive training program. When it came to discuss what the applicants felt was their main obstacles to help to get them started in the training, it was almost always either the money or the time commitment or both. That, of course, was their belief. I would always tell them that the lack of money or time was never the real obstacle to anyone who was committed to learning and going through their training program. My experience from the very beginning 
of interviewing students was that when the student was fully committed to learning what was being offered and they were willing to make the changes in their lives to, to do that, they discovered that the time and the money just showed up, sometimes even completely miraculously. When the applicants would say to me that they truly were committed to going through the course and learn what it had to offer, I would tell them that their money or time they felt they didn't have will show up, usually in short order. There were literally dozens and dozens of cases where the applicants thought that there was no way at all in which they can come up with the needed money to enroll in their near future. Yet, within usually a matter of a few weeks or less, the money and or the time came to them. There were several cases in which the applicant found a completely unexpected check for the exact amount they needed in their mailbox within a few days. Money miracles? You bet. Well, our first break is coming right up, and we wanted to remind you that during these challenging times around the world, it's more important than ever to turn inward, to turn inward to your inner spiritual guidance. That's why we've continued to teach our ongoing teleclass series, You Might Be More Psychic Than You Think. The next teleclass will be Your Clair Audience. Knock, knock. Who's there? That's the ability to hear spirit. It's happening on Saturday, April 25th from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time. You'll learn about your psychic ability to hear your angels, spirit guides, and spirit friends on the other side. You'll learn simple but powerful psychic tools to help you expand your range of communication to include those who are not in physical form. You can find all the details on our website at michaeltamura.com or you can call our office at 1-530-926-2650 and speak with our amazing assistant, Noel, to sign up during normal business hours, Pacific time, Monday to Friday. And by the way, when you go on the website, michaeltamura.com, be sure you sign up to be on our email list um, on the right side column on most pages is a little box where you can do that. We will return in a couple minutes and we'll continue with Money Miracles. Money. Talk to you soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you ready to face changes in your life? For many, that answer might be no, not yet, or never. Whether positive or negative, moving forward or stepping back, change is the one important constant in our life. Learn how to deal with change on A New You with host Liz Tupling. The show will help you move through personal transformation by providing a GPS, if you will, to guide you on the journey to your better self. Listen live Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Put something special into your weekend. Listen to Living Your Limitless Life with host Carol DeShane, the founder of Connect to Joy. You can transform your life with new ways of looking at joy, peace, freedom, and prosperity, as well as guided meditations and visualizations. It's time to break free from your limitations and create the best vision of your life. 
What better time than the weekend or right now on demand? Living Your Limitless Life can be heard Sundays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Are you aware that each one of us was born with a mission, a sense of purpose? Even if you don't know it yet, it will reveal itself. Pay attention to the clues that will lead you to uncover your mission. Listen to Mission Possible program with host Carol Ann Fernandez. Along with some amazing guests, Carol Ann seeks to help you along the journey to manifest your mission. It's time to unleash your greater potential. Mission Possible program airs live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. We've been talking about money miracles. And in times like what we're all going through today, such as a world pandemic of all things, they might offer us significant help in getting through some of the challenges. Well, right before the break, I was talking about the time many years ago when I was uh, directing a psychic institute and interviewing all these potential students. And the single most common obstacle that they told me they thought they had in getting into the uh, training program when they already wanted to do that was either lack of money, insufficient funds, or a lack of time in there or schedule conflicts and things like that. And I always told them that um, uh, that was never, those two issues, so-called issues, were never the real issues. And when I told them that and they they looked at, okay, you know, this is really what I am committed to do. This is what I need to do and everything. And so they were committed on that level. I says, okay, if, if that's, you're sure about that, then the money, if it was a money problem, uh, will show up. And usually in a very short time. It, it was amazing. Uh, I remember, oh, there's so many incredible mirac- miracles that happen for that, for these people who wanted to be in this uh, training program. And and uh, I remember one was a uh, uh, young single mother, single welfare mother, right? She uh, uh, was taking care of her three kids, little kids. And I mean, that was full time and a half right there. So she couldn't really work much. So she was on welfare, and obviously that barely covered, you know, their basic needs. And so no way could she come up with a couple grand up front to get into this program. But she said, no, this is exactly what I was looking for. This is exactly what I need to to put my attention on for myself so I could be 
the mother I want to be and and take care of my family. All right, then um, just put it out there and and see what happens. Three days later, (laughs) she comes back and she says, here's the check. And I'm duly impressed and going, what happened? She said, a miracle. She said, after I talked to you, and she said, okay, this is going to happen. Somehow, I have no idea. There's, there's no way I can save up that kind of money in, you know, in the foreseeable future. But she said, I, I knew since I made this decision, I'm going to do this. I knew somehow it'll show up. And she said the next day, she goes to her mailbox there's a card, you know, the like a uh, in a nice envelope, you know, with the, uh, postage and everything. And she opens this envelope. It's a nice little card and thinking of you card, one of those Hallmark type cards. And she opens it. She goes, I want there's no no address or anything uh, just uh, to her, uh, no return address. And she opens it. And it's from her long estranged father, who she hasn't seen or talked to in over like 18 years at that point. And um, uh, they had a big falling out and bad situation, everything. And simple note saying, I was thinking about you and thought you might need this. It was exactly. Oh, it wasn't for $2,000. It was for $4,000. She was wanting to be in the two-year program. (laughs) Exactly for the amount she needed for the program. But there was also pretty much the exact amount of money she needed for child care while she went through the different days and times of uh, attending the, the school. (laughs) isn't that something so that just came out of the clear 18 years no no communication and there it is and that became the beginning of getting them back together to start to communicate again so in each case that was just one of many 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 uh, miracle stories in each case I saw that it was They're getting beyond their fear of making a big change in themselves and in their lives that opened them up to the money miracle. When their commitment to themselves to make those changes became more powerful than any fears they had, the miracle happened to help them make those very changes. So the moral of all these money miracle stories is never get stuck on the lack of enough money as the obstacle or the cause of your immobility, your challenge in in making a big change in your life. Always realize that it's your, your immobility in some aspect of your life, learning and growth, that is limiting your finances. People think it's the opposite. You know, if only I had more money, I could make this big change that I need to make. No. If you start making those changes, you don't have to make the entire leap, 
but you have to start making the changes. Then, ah, somehow that opens up the space for our money miracle to help you make more of the changes. Commit yourself to making the changes and go for the miracle. The money along with whatever resources you need will be there in time. This is so important for you to hear. We even have uh, some of our students who ask us over and over again about money things, and this is the key to it. Be willing to make the change within yourself. So I have a couple of miracle money stories that I would like to share. One was uh, when I was teaching in a psychic institute, and I was teaching um, all the tools under the roof, just like Michael was. Um, I actually worked under Michael for a long time. That's how we got to know each other. And I had this one student who came through, and she was so enthusiastic and loved what she was learning. And how we had it set up was, at the time, was a bunch of beginning classes such as meditation and healing were taught. And if the person really resonated with the teaching and wanted to learn more, we had the clairvoyant training program. That's the one Michael was talking about. And she got to the point where she had taken all the classes and she really wanted that clairvoyant training class. She had the time. She had a job. But the money for it in her budget just wasn't there. So when we got to the uh, sixth or seventh class in the meditation class, um, we the class was uh, particularly on how to do manifesting. And this was before um, uh, the... What, what is that called uh, when people, oh, anyway, bringing in uh, what you want. There's another name for it. I can't remember it right now. But we call it mock-ups. And mock, we, we use the term mock-ups because it's like what architects do when they're creating a mall or something to that effect. You know, they make a little wooden model of it so they can see what it looks like. And so in your mind's eye, creating a model for what you would like. And in her case, it was to create the money. And a lot of the times what we were saying, you know, it's about changing your inner uh, beingness and and how you go about things to be able to, to bring in that money. But in her case, everything was clear except for just having that extra spare change, so to speak. So she went to um, the mock-up class that I taught and, and learned how to, say hello to opening up the space for a way to bring money in and not really limiting it to, um, you know, it has to come in this way or it has to come in that way, but just letting herself be open for spirit to help her find a way to bring money in. And then when she was done creating that, it gets sent out to the universe. And then she waited. And for her, the wait was only two weeks it was two agonizing weeks, and she said, I know it's coming. I can feel it. Uh, but one day, she came in all excited, same as what Michael was talking about. She had her, her check in hand saying, I can't believe this, but an auntie I had not heard from in seven years wrote me a little card and a note that said, It's been a long time since I've said hello to you, and I just felt like I needed to give you a a little boost here. And the money amount was exactly what she needed for the (laughs) clairvoyant training program. 
And of course, she took it and did a really good job and um, graduated and really had a wonderful time in that course. And for her, that was the commitment. You know, she wanted that money for specifically for the program. And again, money is energy. You know, it's an energy exchange. Those that gave the program were able to receive that money and continue to teach. And so even my own story about how I got the money for the clairvoyant training program was a complicated one, but it it happened. I had been hanging around um, the institute where where we taught, uh, later I taught, but I had been a student for a couple of years of those beginning classes, and I was taking every little class I could get my hands on because I could afford those. But at the time, my challenge was I was married to a guy that didn't want to spend big chunks of money on this because he wasn't really in agreement with my doing it. But I really wanted to do it. And so one day I came in and I talked to to the director at the time, and he said he grabbed uh, one of his students, who happens to be a very good friend of ours now and one of our students um, in our SHAPE course. But at the time, she was actually ahead of me in the class, And he said to this lady, take Raphael in the other room and reteach, run her through a mock-up for for her clairvoyant training program. So what she did, and this is actually what I ended up doing with the student as well, is she had me create the mock-up for the clairvoyant training program itself and including the money. So as I was doing my visualizing, she was walking me through it. She was asking me, what are your... Uh, limits on what kind of, of how your money will come into you. Well, I realized I was married into a family where a large chunk of money was not going to be seen very well for just one person. So I said, oh, heck, everybody in the family gets money on that side of the family. The the guy I was married to's family, it was a small family, fortunately. Um, and then I, I also said, well, I would rather not the money come from somebody who's, who dies because at the time my thinking was I don't want someone to die to give me money. Well, nowadays, if someone wants to give me a money, some money on the way out, I'm perfectly okay with it. But at that time, <laughs> I, I had the idea that maybe I would cause someone to die because I created the image of wanting to have this money for this program I wanted to do. So that was my thinking at the time. And you learn the lessons of how to do this over time. And so I put that in there. And then I said that I would not have to pay the money back if it came from an unusual source. Um, A loan would be just too much for me at the time. And so I I put the image out into the universe and I waited and two weeks later, it was for me, the turnaround, I guess, was two weeks for a lot of the things that I, I did a mock-up on. And an envelope, big, fat envelope came in the mail, and it was from his family. It appeared that a member of his family was um, in a nursing home, and her her pile of money in the bank was getting into a new tax zone. So in order to get out of that tax zone, they were going to gift every single member of the family with some money. So altogether, the money that came in was actually $80,000. Now, keep in mind, this is 1982. So, you know, multiply that by, I don't know, what is it, 10? So that was about like $800,000 at the time. 
And of course, my small share came, the small share that came to my husband, he shared with me and, and let me have the training program, the training course. And um, on top of that, when we later, a few years later, separated and divorced, I was actually able well enough off to be able to pay him back for that money anyway, even though I put in there not to um, have to pay anything back. And the cool thing is that the money was supposed to be every year, but it turned out it wasn't after all. It was a miracle in every form, and it got me going on my new level of life. Well, we're coming to our second break now, and everything going on with everything going on in the world today, we wanted to offer you even more inspiration and guidance for these times. So we've created a special stay-at-home four-part teleseminar event for the weekend, Saturday, May 2nd, and Sunday, May 3rd, in lieu of our ordinarily in-person seminar weekend in Los Angeles. Since we're not living in ordinary times, we want to make it extraordinary for more people, or extraordinary, if you will. Our theme for the weekend is joyously celebrating life amidst personal and global challenges for the And for the greatest benefit, we invite you to join us for all four teleclasses. Each one will support the others. But if you can't join us for all four of them, you are free to pick and choose to join us for any uh, combination of them. Or you can purchase, listen to them later. Each teleclass will be complete on its own as well. Our lineup for the weekend will be Saturday, May 2nd, 10 to 12 Pacific time, look at the solution, stop staring at the problem, psychic tools to access your inner spirit and creative power. The afternoon class one to three is Code Joy, Global Life Support, your psychic crash cart for happiness and challenging times. Sunday, 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time, what to do when you don't know what to do, psychic tools to help you be yourself. And the afternoon class is Karmic Relief, spiritual practices to free yourself from guilt and blame. For details and to sign up, go online to michaeltamura.com or call our office at 530-926-2650 during normal business hours, Pacific time, Monday to Friday, when we return. We'll continue with Money Miracles. See you in a couple of minutes. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Exploring the Enneagram with Dr. E is an amazing way to help you be you. Join host Dr. Deborah Egerton as she helps you to see how exploring the Enneagram helps you understand why you do the things you do. Understanding yourself can strengthen relationships, offer new perspectives, and help you live the life you were intended to live. You'll look at different aspects of your life in a whole new light. Exploring the Enneagram with Dr. E is broadcast live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The White House doctor makes house calls. 
Listen every week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. Dr. Connie has served as the White House physician under three U.S. presidents. Now she joins the Voice America Empowerment Channel to help you enrich yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our guests will include professionals from a variety of fields who will bring you tips that you can apply to your own life. Listen for House Calls with Dr. Connie every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our thoughts and feelings not only affect our own lives, but the lives of everyone around us. Find new meanings of love, authentic expressions, and better connections with the people in your life. Tune in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. This program will feature guests and discuss ideas that will bring a better life to you. When you find this perspective on love, it will change everything. Listen live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Great to have you back. Let's continue with our exploration of Money Miracles. I wanted to finish um, my part here with a little story from a, a, a few years ago, back in 2002 and 2003, when Michael was finishing his book, You Are the Answer, which is a fabulous book, by the way. You can get it at Amazon or call our office to purchase it. And if you call our office, you can have our assistant um, ask us to have Michael sign it, and you can get a signed copy. But anyway, Michael was uh, finishing his book, and he came to me one day when I was working at my desk and said, Raphael, I need two weeks to finish this book. And I'm looking at right next to me a stack of bills that we had to pay. <laughs> and I'm looking at our bank account. And it's like, oh, this is not going to, this isn't really going to fly. And he said, really, I need the two weeks. And I said, yeah, yeah no phone calls, no, no appointments, yeah. no anything. <laughs> I said, I, uh, no, I don't think we can do that. And so he went, mm, and he walked away and went back to his office. And, and I'm sitting there getting ready to go back to work. And this time, Spirit stepped in and said, oh, no, you have to give him those two weeks. And it was <laughs> it was our teacher who had passed over some years earlier. And I went, okay. And um, fortunately, I'm pretty good at crunching with numbers and stuff like that because I've done it throughout uh, running our business. So I went, all right. And I called Michael and I said, you have your two weeks because <laughs> I just got the order. And the biggest part with that was I trusted what I heard because it sounded to me like the truth. It wasn't some being that was playing games with me. And what happened right after? That what, the phone calls. The phone calls completely stopped. Yeah, we were having from morning till night, That's just right. nonstop phone calls from people and and uh, wanting to schedule and this and that. The other thing, completely. It was eerie in the house because, you know, we had our office downstairs at the house. And 
there's the sound of the phone ringing was dead. It's no phone calls <laughs> for right. two solid weeks. Even I didn't get phone calls for reading. So he had total peace and quiet, <laughs> uh, no people coming and going. And so he actually did finish the book in those two weeks. And on the 15th day, the phone started ringing off the hook. And we had so much business and so many things where the income started flowing so strongly that there was no worry about any of those checks bouncing (laughs) (laughs) that I sent out to pay those bills. So that that was one of my favorites. And the main thing there is sometimes spirit will come to you and guide you and say, uh, look up this website. Now, we didn't even much have that back then, but look up this website or check out this or put yourself up on LinkedIn. You know, spirit will try and guide us very much to uh, creating that mobility we need that we call money. Yeah. And on the other side, we have to be the recipient as a recipient of the miracle. We have to be able to have it. We have to be able to receive it graciously. And with gratitude, appreciation. And so uh, what's missing in that formula in being able to have the money miracle is when we get desperate. You know, if we start panicking, get desperate, and oh, no, I'm not going to make it, da 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 or we're going to lose our house, they're going to da all that stuff. Ah, there's, there's no opening. There's no having, what we call havingness. We... We don't put ourselves in a place where we're able to graciously receive that gift. And because panic closes us up, fear closes us up. Non-deservingness closes us up. Oh, yeah. No, I I failed. I'm I'm no good. I, I messed up. We're in this lousy situation because I messed up. That's not taking responsibility. That's just blaming yourself. Blame is never responsible, right? If if you're owning your ability to respond creatively to any situation, that's what my definition of responsibility is, then if you're blaming yourself for somebody else or anything, that's not you're not able to respond. Especially you're not able to respond creatively. And isn't it interesting, exactly like Raphael was talking about, we call it a mock-up. Just like the architect makes the cardboard mock-up of a building before they actually go into building it. And because then everybody, including the engineers and and the construction people and everybody, gets to see what's it going to look like in a miniature form. Well, when we create our inner mock-ups, that's using our spirit creativity to picture in our mind. Imagine, right? Imagination just means to make an image. And making an image like a motion picture, right? A movie. People don't think of a movie when they're watching a video or YouTube or whatever as, as an image because it's moving. But what's a moving image? What they used to call motion pictures is a bunch of static images that are moving, changing ever so slightly from frame to frame to frame to frame. And if you move it and see it individually at a certain clip, certain uh, speed, it looks like, oh, there's a completely smooth moving, realistic uh, film of this 
activity, the scene, this person, everything. That's how it works pretty much in our mind as well. We have all these single individual images. When we imagine something, we could imagine even something growing, something getting different, changing over time. But those are all images. So that's the beginning of all creativity in spirit. In order to bring forth that spirit creativity from within us, we have to be able to imagine it. And that's what a mock-up is, the imagined final product before it's constructed, before it's built to size, built to scale, built to, you know, in a physical with concrete and steel and everything else. So that's what we really do when we're creating a mock-up within ourselves is we, we build the mock-up. We imagine the mock-up within ourselves, in our mind, and then we give it to spirit. You can think of it in terms of sending it out to the center of the universe or sending it, giving it to spirit and saying, okay, here's my mock-up. This is what I envision. And spirit turns it around and starts to bring it to us in the physical world. How does that work? Well, everything that's created comes from within us as spirit, within our own spiritual beingness. So when we send it into the center of the universe, it goes to spirit. When we send it directly saying spirit inwardly, this is my mock-up and let it go. That's one of the keys to having the miracle from a mock-up is letting it go. If you hoard it, if you keep it to yourself, ah, then you keep it in this physical level of energy and consciousness. But if you let it go, you let it go into the creative center in spirit. Then the assembly, the actual production, the manufacturing, the, the manifestation can happen. And as it happens, we're on the physical receiving end again. And we have to prepare the landing strip for our mock-up. We have to be able to go, okay, I have total certainty that if I present the mock-up to spirit, it's going to come together. It's going to happen sooner or later. I can't put a date on it, but I know spirit knows better when it has to happen. So I just put the mock-up up there. And then from that point on, my job as a recipient is to prepare myself and prepare everything in my life in this world, in the physical world, to be able to receive of it. It's a little bit like um, if you're new parents, you know, and, and um, uh, you're expecting a child, expecting a baby. And so what do you do? Well, let's say just as a young couple, you're living in a small place. Oh, once the baby arrives, is it going to be, you know, is that enough room? And then the baby's going to grow up pretty fast. It's going to start to have a space of its own, physical room or something. Okay, are we prepared for that? So we might not be able to afford a, a bigger place right then and there, but huh, another mock-up, isn't it? Yeah, we're preparing. Okay, if we create the mock-up today of 
what we're going to be needing soon. Okay, great. Let's get that started. But in the meantime, with the physical space that we do have, what do we do? We might, some of us might go and get a, a crib or a, you know, uh Changing table, table, diaper service or diapers or pampers or whatever. And you start preparing for the welcoming of this new life in your life, in this physical world. So those are things when you're, you know, you're certain, okay, baby's coming. So we got to have these things prepared for when the baby arrives. The same thing, same thing with a mock-up. Once you put the mock-up out, of what it is that you're asking for. You have to start to prepare your physical world, your physical life, your physical space to be able to accommodate it, to be able to welcome what's coming in. So when you look at it as <coughs> as that, then you start preparing. You Sometimes you need to get things. Sometimes you need to prepare uh, yourself. Yeah, uh, new parents, you know, they got to prepare themselves of, okay, I don't know anything about uh, raising a baby the first time, so you start read some books or go to some classes or get some mentors or whatever. Line up your doctors, line up your midwives, line up whatever. And so this is um, what you do to start preparing. It's not wait for it to see if it happens and then rush around and try to catch up. No, that doesn't work for a miracle. You have to be miracle prepared, right? It's like a, a lot of people prepare for emergencies. I prepare for miracles. Yep. One of the ways to prepare for miracles is something we call looking at the havingness. And that was that's the landing strip is your ability to receive. <clears throat> and um, one of the exercises you can do, and if you're driving, please don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> but you can do it later. Um, close your eyes and imagine a gauge of some sort. And just as you're putting that gauge in your mind's eye, um, it can be like a speedometer in a car or a thermometer or something like that. And have that gauge show you how high your havingness is, your ability to receive. And if it's low, don't get upset with it. Just imagine bringing that havingness all the way up to 100% and put a little lock on it. Because of the fact of the matter is, there's nothing in this world that you cannot have that you are meant to have. And once you decide you are able to receive, you can have 100%, then things are going to start to happen in your life. You're going to start to, anything, any restrictions or limitations that you were unconscious of heretofore are going to start to come up to your consciousness. You're going to start to see, oh, I've been afraid of making this change. I've been you know, resisting doing this that is required to make this change. Those things are going to come up to your mind. That's when you have to realize, oh, yeah, this is what I have to take care of to be able to come up to that place of being able to receive this whole miracle. And the other thing is, uh, while you're in that creative space and waiting for your miracle or mock-up to show up, look for the signs. They're always there. You know, sometimes it'll be on the side of a truck who drives by you on the freeway or on a billboard. Um, the signs are always there. I, I had one lady who once 
said um, after I taught them to use the imagery to send it to the universe in a balloon, she had used an orange balloon to send it off to the universe. And a couple days later, she saw an orange balloon. And um, she was worried that something was wrong. And I said, no, that's one of the signs. So there you have it. We are now at the end of the show. This is something we could talk about for a long time. Thank you so much for joining us today. We truly appreciate each and every one of you tuning in, especially during these challenging times. More than ever, we need to be in communication and remind one another to turn on our inner spirit for guidance on our next steps. We encourage you to join us again next Wednesday for our episode on another timely topic for these times, Miracles with Angels. We certainly need them now. And remember to check our website for details or call our office to sign up for upcoming teleclasses Saturday, April 25th at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Your clear audience, knock, knock, who's there? And our special four-part teleclass series on May 2nd and 3rd, joyously celebrating life amidst personal and global challenges. Until then, be inspired. Use your imagination and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. We'll see you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.